Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Dave DePasco on the sidelines here, fourth quarter, the fog lifting. you got to have a really, really good view down there, a uh, uh, picturesque scene down there, Dave. It is something out of Friday Night Lights. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the fog, you can barely see the players on the other side of the sideline. Oh, man, it, it's, it is a really, really cool scene um, down on this field. It, it, it's just unexpected, but with the, the cooler temperatures moving in, obviously uh, bound to happen at some point. A um, little bit of the Fog Bowl uh, Jim Olsman would remember out there in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I do remember. It's the closest time we've ever been to the Super Bowl outside of that Arizona game. And here we go. Hornybrook takes the snappy hands off up the middle this time to the big fullback number 30, Hunter Polis. And he gets the first down for Malvern. And, Steve, they're, they're going to be content to kind of just run the football now and move that clock. Yeah, no need to put the ball in the air unless you're, you know, pinned in a situation third and long. Uh, or, you know, you want to get a first down on third down. But, uh, you know, beginning of the fourth quarter, up 21 points. Gallon has yet to be really contained at all uh, tonight. So, maybe keep giving to him and Smith on the edge. Uh, we'll do it. Hornybrook under center, hands off to Gallon. He comes to the near side, finds a hole. Actually, it was Matt Brown that time who picks up seven. So they're starting to use the other backs at this point. Little, maybe guys that are a little fresher. Number 52, Austin Morgan. And on the tackle for the Churchman, the junior linebacker. So clock continues to run second and short here, Greg. And, uh, you got to force a turnover if you're Episcopal Cat. Yeah, and, you know, or get off, get off the field. You can't let up many, too many more first downs here with just 11 minutes to go down by 21 points. And Hornybrook under center. Sends a man in motion to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Galleon to the near side. He's got the first down. He's streaking down the sideline. Beats one man. 40, 30. No one in front of him. He's going to go again across the 10-5 and finally into the end zone. And Troy Gallon is now over 300 yards rushing in this one. Has had a heck of a game. 338 officially, 25 carries, Steve. Wow. And this is remarkable effort and performance by... A high school player, and as uh, you said, he's going to Delaware. They're getting a prize over there. I'll be honest with you. I have never seen a performance like this. Been watching high school football since the, the late 80s, as far as I can remember. Yeah. This is, he looks like Jim Thorpe out there. <laughs> Episcopal Academy has a very strong defense for Galleon to do what he's doing. is impressive. And you're right. They do have a very strong defense. To have 42 points up on a defense like this, uh, it's, it's remarkable. So the extra point is good. We'll step aside. 10.55 to go fourth quarter. Malvern leads 42-14. Interact football on the Tigers radio network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. 
Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! Dave DePasqua down on the sidelines with Greg Pecco and Steve Reynolds up here. And Dave, another another big run from Troy Gallion. That was simply incredible. The way he was able to shred, shred off the tackler and then go all the way along the sidelines going the distance. His speed is like unreal. So here we go, 10.55 to go. Uh, as Steve said before that break, uh, he, Delaware has a prize. They they can't wait for that signing day to come because there might be other schools that might want to jump in on him at this point. Uh, without a doubt, uh, Greg. So uh, 10.55 to go in the game. Malvern leads 42-14 here at Episcopal. They will kick it off. Golf is to kick. This one's a short one, a flag down, another offsides penalty on a kickoff by Malvern. It'll back him up five yards. And uh, same guy far far right uh, offsides there. And the crowd getting into it here with 10.55 to go. Malvern has that four-touchdown lead, and uh, it's uh, getting interesting here as Malvern seems to be sitting uh, pretty close to to victory at this point, but a quick straight offense such as Episcopal Academy, Steve, can definitely put up some points real quickly. Hey, yeah. Here we go. Dolphus sets it back up at the 35, ready to go again. Crowds are getting into it. And Dolphus to kick it off. And picked up by Delasso at the 15, trying to make a few men miss. He's going to be bottled up and sent out of bounds by number five, Richard Chikachin. And uh, as the chance continues to start rolling here, uh, this is this is great. I mean, you know, Pistol not really expecting this. Down tw- 28 points, 10 minutes ago in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, just it's fun out here. I mean, some some guys are a little frustrated, but as you said this offense can. Uh, could score and, and yeah, a small conference like this, the interact. You, you, there is no like one rival per se. You kind of you're all rivals at that point. Oh, yeah. It's hotly contested because one game means the difference. And there's only about five in, in conference games. Whalen takes the snap, hands off to Feliziani, goes up the middle for a couple yards, gets a little bit of a chunk, and bring up second down. And in games like this, is that I think that play was made by uh, number seventy-two of Malvern Prep, but. Uh, and number 53, but you, you know you don't want any uh, late late flags, any uh, extracurricular activity out there. Um, but uh, you know, down 28 points as we said. I expect Episcopal to put it in the air here, put some points on the board. And four wide receivers for Waylon out of the gun. Waylon. Sits back, waiting, waiting, looks to throw. He's going to throw. He's got butts on the far side of the field. Flags come in, interference. They got majors on interference that time. Dave DePasqua's down there on the sideline. Dave, uh, your view on that one, you're a little bit closer. He got early. As he went up for the ball, he was grabbing his jersey. Thank you, Dave. And uh, ma- majors has uh, been on him uh, 
all night, all night long. Butts and uh, you know, Butts a, a outstanding re, uh, tight end for EA all his whole career here. And but Majors has done a good job here. Uh, just got there a little too early, so it's going to be a, about a 15-yard penalty on that pass interference and give EA some better field position to work with. Evan Butts checks out of the game. Appears to be a little bit hobbled, but we can't speculate any further. Wayland comes out of the gun. Malvern with eight men in the box. Wayland takes it, fakes the handoff. He's going to throw middle of the field. Intercepted. Nassib one-handed. Wow. Right up the seam. Nassib, Jordan Nassib makes a great interception. Crosses the 50 for Malvern. A flag comes in late on that far side. And and I see Dave DePasqua standing down there, and he looks like a statue in, a, in just an unbelievable catch, Dave. One-handed snag right in front of the wide receiver. That was incredible. John Nassib, the, bro- the brother of Ryan Nassib, the quarterback, former quarterback at Syracuse. And Steve, your thoughts on that one? I mean, he, he's 6'6", uh, tight end at playing linebacker, and he just puts his arm out there, and ball just like yeah. stuck to his hand, and he hauled it in. You know, if, if sixth EA, of the season, yeah, that's unbelievable. And if he is able to connect on that, there's some running room there. Absolutely, possibly six points on the board. But uh, what a change in, in scene here, and you know, there's going to be some more uh, penalty tacked on here. And team, both teams have to keep their composure, as we talked about, in a game that's kind of getting out of yeah. hand here. And EA's not used to this, but I know Coach Fairley, this coaching staff, will keep these guys together, and uh, they're going to continue fighting until they have it for next week. zero. Got Haverford School next week as well, so they definitely have to uh, keep their heads about them. And here's a handoff up the middle this time. Matt Brown still on his feet that time. Excuse me, number 30, Hunter Paulus on the carry. And about a six-yard gain there on the first down run. Good field position there for Malvern Prep. Looking to uh, score once again here. And uh, they're going to continue. I'll be shocked if they put the ball in the air the rest of the game tonight. 9.20 to go for Malvern. 42-14 they lead, and they have the ball at the 28. And like Steve just said, they're going to keep this thing on the ground as long as they can. Um, Gallon and Paul is in the backfield. Hornybrook under. Center, he hands off to Paulus up the middle of the fullback. He gets about a yard on the carrier, bring up third down, Steve. And number 76 in on the tackle for uh, the Churchman. And that's Jack Erickson in this uh, defensive line led by uh, D-line coach Nate Higgins is going to continue to fight. They're not going to... Uh, they're not going to give up no matter how many points they're down. They're going to keep on fighting and play for some pride here. Four. Third down and four for Malvern at the 28 of EA. Hornybrook under center. Gowan in the backfield. It's a pitch to Gowan to the near side. He cuts right back and finds a hole. He's got the first down. Cuts back to the outside. 10-5, and he's pushed out of bounds at a at the one-yard line there. So another big carry for Gowan, and you kind of saw it you know, coming, Steve. That, that He's their go-to guy in, in the situations they need him to. So they'll run, they'll run, you know, up the middle, up the middle, then outside run. Uh, to Gown to the outside, he, he, you know, and he's just that burst of speed and picks up a good amount of yards right there. So we'll get you the totals in, in just a moment uh, once we wait for this next play to go through. 
Um, it'll be first down and goal for Malvern. 365 yards of rushing for Troy Gallon at this point on 26 carries. He has five touchdowns tonight for Malvern. Horny Brooks going to give it to him again. He stopped at the at the goal line, and he's not going to get in. And there there's some pushing and shoving after the whistle here. Is uh, frustration starting to boil over on both sides in this one? And they're gonna, uh, I, they're going to continue to feed uh, Gallon the ball here. He deserves it. And, and some people may ask why uh, with a twenty, you know, eight point lead at this point, uh, why Gallon would still be in, but you, you gotta, you, these two schools are equated to a 2A school, so the, the rosters aren't that deep uh, yeah, in terms yeah. of numbers, so the, the guys play, I mean, there's a lot of sophomores, freshmen, juniors playing on both of these squads. So, Hornybrook takes it, he punches it right up the middle, he's going to go in for the touchdown, that'll make it 48-14 to with 7.37 to go in the fourth quarter. And uh, I don't think anyone saw this coming uh, tonight, uh, coming into tonight's game. Uh, this is a remarkable effort by Malvern Prep, um, coming into the game with two losses, uh, five and two, and uh, trying to win this interact league with already one loss here. So at least they'll get a share. Um, but uh, Piscopal, you know, it's going to you know try to keep fighting here and get ready for the next uh, game to end the season. And the extra point's good. Flag comes in for contacting the holder. Um, and we'll have that in just a moment. 49-14, Malvern leads. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecka, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua down on the sidelines. And, and Dave... Uh, uh, the story of the game has been Troy Gallion. Mean, you've had a first-hand look at, at his his uh, running ability tonight. Twenty-seven carries, three sixty-five, uh, five touchdowns. It, it, that's a, that's a very outstanding performance for anybody. As a running back should, he should credit his offensive line. They've been able to get to the second level, allow him to get his burst into the secondary, and gone. Yeah, and the first half it seemed like they ran a lot to the edge, and now they've gone back to the middle, and they just are moving. Moving the defense around, uh, in, and, and it's allowing Gallon to get the rushing yard, Steve. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're keeping uh, Episcopal honest there, you know, running up the middle, off tackle, outside uh, with these sweet plays and, you know, just traps inside, counters, and they're keeping EA's defense honest. And, uh, you know, once Gallon gets the ball, I mean, his speed, his quickness, his toughness just takes over the game, and let's give a lot of credit to the offensive line and the lead blockers tonight for Gallon. And kicking off for Malvern. And Malvern kicks off. This one's just going to go right out the back of the end zone for a touchback as they were set up at the at the 45 of EA after the penalty on the kick. So EA will take over at the 27-37 to go in this one, uh, Steve. And, and from EA's standpoint, you're basically now trying to, to get what you can and get some points on the board as quickly as possible, but not shooting yourself in the foot or, or putting yourself in a bigger hole. Yeah, this is, this is a big lead right here, big deficit to overcome with just seven minutes to go, 737 to be exact. So you got to play for pride here. These kids are used to winning, so... 
this was kind of this was kind of tough for them to uh, deal with, but they're going to keep on fighting and keep on uh, running these plays. And now uh, a timeout by Episcopal Academy. Uh, we'll step aside. Seven thirty-seven to go. Forty-nine fourteen. Malvern leads. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Greg Pecco, Steve Rounds back here with you on first down, handoff up the middle, and a, about a six-yard gain that time for EA. Bring up second down, Steve. Yep, and uh, second down and five here. This fog continues to lift. Whalen comes out. Two backs in the backfield out of the shotgun. Whalen takes the snap. He's going to hand off to Feliziani. He's trying to pick his way through the the defense and nowhere to go. It's going to be a loss of one. Number 37, Ryan O'Neill, the junior linebacker, in on the tackle for the Friars of Malvern Prep here with a comfortable lead, 49-14. to Over six minutes to go here, Greg. And uh, Episcopal probably trying to get out here with no injuries. Have, uh, a couple more games to go here in the season. So be third down and four. Whalen takes it. It's a pitch to Russell to the near side. The fullback, the captain, runs it forward across the 30, close to a first down, Steve. So he was tackled by number 37, Ryan O'Neill once again, the junior linebacker. So a first down run there by Episcopal Academy. Over six minutes to go. So it'll be first and ten from their own 30 for EA. Whalen out of the gun. Whalen takes it, hands it off to Russell. Up the middle of the field, Russell runs into a pile of friars. And he stopped for only a two, three-yard gain, Steve. So EA's going to continue to run this ball and get out of here with no injuries. Live to fight another day. And, uh, you know, I know Coach Fairley, the rest of his coaching, is going to keep these guys' heads up even after a loss like this. Whalen out of the gun. Four, three wide receivers. Barley in the backfield. 5.19 to go. And it's a fake hand, handoff to number 22 who goes on a sweep to the far side of the field. That is Anthony Caviston who gets a first down and is brought down after a 13-yard gain on the play across the 43, 44-yard line. And Caviston, a nice hard run there, so... Pistol continue to run hard late here in the fourth quarter. Not giving up here, chopping their feet, still holding their blocks here, so it's good to see. 4.50 to go. Whalen out of the gun. Fakes the handoff. Going to look to throw. Middle of the field, incomplete and in the ha- intended for Caviston, but behind him. Number 14 in on the coverage for the Friars. That's Jonathan Rava. 
the senior safety. So right now, Greg, the um, single-game yardage is 438 set back in 1978 by Vincent Clark of Darby Township. But 374 yards right now is the second most single-game yardage by Austin Tilgman set in 2013 this year. Whalen, a pitch to the outside to Caviston. And the Malvern Press bottles him up on second down there. And I guess I guess the, the thing would be is... It, is that the records for just Delaware County running backs or games that occur in Delaware County? Yeah, this would be for Delaware County because uh, Til- Tilgman is, uh, plays for Carroll. Uh, he needs two yards to beat Billy Johnson, White Shoes Johnson from Chichester in 1969, and he, he's probably one of the greatest uh, athletes from Delaware County next to my man Phil Marion. Certainly a, a, an outstanding performance. So Whalen out of the gun. Looking, looking. He's going to fire middle of the field. It is caught. A nice catch there by number seven, John McDermott. And Dave DePosco was right there on that one. He had to crowd that one. It was getting hit, Dave. First down. This was. He went across the middle and was able to hold on to it off the hit. So first down and 10 at the 45. For EA here as they're trying to put some points up late. They're down 49-14, 2.55 to go. Clock is running. Some fog on the field has been here since the midway through the third quarter. Whalen takes the snap. He's looking, looking. Blitz is picked up. He's got a man far side of the field. It is caught at the 30 and still going in the fog. It's hard to see who actually made that catch. Uh, Dave, you got a number down there? I do. I have to wait for him to turn around, but it looks like number 21. 21. Jake Martellucci, number 21, down there in the fog making the catch. and uh, Another good reason to have Dave DePasqua down there giving us a better view there, Steve. Yeah, it's good to have our little Tony Saragusa down there uh, <laughs> keep an eye on the sidelines. Man, this fog is unbelievable. Would that make you moose, Steve? Yes. I, I, when people ask me who I am, I, uh, I say moose. Big run up the middle by number 35, Jonathan Lewis, the sophomore. Takes about six yards, finds a good hole inside the 20 now with 155 to go in the game. Second down here. He's uh, trying to put something on the board here before the end of the game to uh, build a little bit of confidence. Yeah, they have – Episcopal has – Haverford next week with Malvern winning tonight. That forces the Interact Championship to be a share of the title as there will be two teams with one loss that will top the standings uh, after next week. Unless uh, Malvern was Mal- Malvern was to lose against their opponent next week. Middle of the field, Whalen attempted. Almost caught. Did he catch it? Did he get it? He did. He got it. Number seven, John McDermott. A, a circus catch as he tipped it up to himself. He fell to the ground and was able to corral it in his stomach when he was on the ground. A great catch by John McDermott. And that's, and he, that's, we, have, we have his family in front of us going nuts. And, you know, that's a, a good job by him out there. Keep fighting and uh, a nice way to uh, end this game. John McDermott, a, a senior who has seen... Limited playing time this season, making a big catch there in one of the last uh, few games he'll play in his career here at Episcopal. Here's the extra point attempt. 
It's up and good. And with 113 to go, 49 to 21, Malvern leads. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasquas on the sidelines. Dave, you're down there. A uh, little circus catch from John McDermott, and then he came over to the sidelines celebrating right by you. He was fired up. Everyone's saying he's the senior. He doesn't really get that much playing time, so it's great to see him make that spectacular catch in the back of the end zone as a senior and just trying to just get momentum for next week. That catch reminded me of T.O. in Candlestick Park when he... He hit, got hit over the middle right at the end of the game. He came, the way he was celebrating, he was ecstatic. Obviously, they're going to lose, but it was nice to see him celebrate in front of Absolutely. the Malvern fans, get them a little fired up. question, Greg. Can you even see the field because of the fog right now? Uh, we can see it. It's, it, once you get to that far sideline, you get down in the surface, it's hard to see numbers. Uh, but we can definitely see it. Uh, but it's, it's, it's picking up, uh, now, this really does look like the Fog Bowl. To, to correct a previous statement, I know that this, the Eagles have gotten to the Super Bowl twice, but Steve and I always say that Arizona was, the game, that game they lost, they should have won the Super Bowl that year. And then the year they lost in Chicago due to the Fog Bowl, I think that was the other closest time they came to winning the Super Bowl. Uh, Obviously, A lot of people believe without the Fog, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl that year. Uh, hence why it's become a big part of Philly sports lore. Here's EA to kick off. It's a low squibber. Hits at the 30. Going to be picked up by number two, Diamond Wright, at the 20. He runs up the middle. He's met by EA defenders and brought down at the 34-yard line. And the fog starts to billow up some more down there, Dave. Absolutely. Uh, Number seven comes up with the tackle off the kickoff as Malvern takes the field. Nine. 106 to go, 49-21, Malvern leads, they'll come out, and uh, I'm assuming they'll either run a few plays or, or just kneel on the football at this point there, Steve. Yeah, just a minute to go. One knee, what, two, one or two kneels will do this, and uh, yeah. good game by both these uh, teams tonight. I just, you know, Malvern was just a better team all around, uh, on the ground, and defensively. So here we go. Hornybrook comes out under center, and he'll just kneel it down. Takes one knee. I don't know if he'll need to do a second one. Technically, with 35 seconds to go, he might have to do one more. Uh, the 25-second play clock, but it all depends when the uh, rough uh, starts the clock. And they just started just, right there. Yeah, so so this, this, this will do it. Clock will wind down 49-21. An impressive performance by Malvern tonight as they were led Folks, by their star running back, Troy Gallon. And he's going to Delaware. So we'll be back with a recap of this game in just a moment. You're listening to Interact Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right. A Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible. How great are those guys over there? 
They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Jim Allsman, Dave DePasqua here with you. Game's going final here at Episcopal Academy. Malvern wins 49-21 uh, on the legs of Troy Gallion, or Gallon, excuse me. Uh, and Steve, uh, impressive performance. Yeah, um, you know, 14 points off the bat by Malvern. Uh, Piscopal answers, great momentum going to the halftime. 14-14, we had a great ball game. Crowd was packed, stands uh, the fe- along the fence. Great atmosphere tonight. And then into the second half, uh, Malvern just took over. It started with the first play of the second half. Gallon takes the sweep um, to the right side of the field and uh, scores a touchdown there. And they didn't look back. And they uh, final score, 49-21. Episcopal scored late. Um, after 35 unanswered points by Malvern Prep. But uh, the game ball obviously has to go um, to Malvern Prep's running back, number 22, Troy Gallon, the uh, senior running back who just had a spectacular game, 300-plus yards, um, just under 30 carries, five touchdowns, and, you know, and you got to tip your hat off to the Malvern Prep offensive line um, who uh, really uh, sustained the game tonight. Uh, Dave, you, you had uh, you had a view down there all game of, of what was going on, and, and certainly the first half, very exciting. Uh, EA ties it at half, and they have exciting. Then they come out, and Gallon just kind of does his thing, and first play from scrimmage, a big rushing touchdown, and, and it, everything kind of sucked the life out of the, the stadium tonight. Exactly. It took momentum away from the game as Gallon was able to get to the outside and use his speed. His speed in the second secondary was unbelievable. His burst, to, but he has to credit the offensive line. This offensive line was able to sh- get off the first line, then get to the secondary, get off to the linebackers, allowing him to burst into the secondary. So, game ball should also go to the offensive line. Certainly, because uh, the Episcopal Academy, they are a very good defense. This is kind of an anomaly type night for them. And, and, and when you're a team the caliber of EA, uh, you, you kind of put this one, what do you do with this one, Steve? You, you learn from it, but you kind of just put it, okay, we had a really bad night, let's move on, let's, let's get to Haverford School next week here at home and, and let's end our season the right way. Yeah, you got to put it behind you. Before, you know, you're you're going to watch the film. Um, who knows if you'll even watch the whole film. And, you know, you're going to watch some of the film, learn from your mistakes, throw it out, move on. Um, 
Todd Ferris and his coaching staff do a great job here. Undefeated last year. Only had one loss coming in to this game by one point in overtime. So they're so accustomed to winning around here, this winning atmosphere. And a game like this just got out of their hands. They're going to recover from this. This is a great program. And uh, expect them uh, into next week and into next year, uh, this team, to uh, continue to build. But congratulations to Malvern Prep on uh, the big win tonight. Uh, Jim Olsman, any final thoughts from you uh, after tonight? Oh, it's just a great atmosphere here. Appreciate the athletic director, Gina Buggy, here at, uh, uh, at the Episcopal Academy for uh, you know responding to us right away a month ago. Uh, and uh, when we, uh, the three of us, had talked about doing this game, it, it was looking like it was lining up. Uh, and we have incredible forethought. I mean, we, we did this uh, a month ahead of time. And uh, that's because we're, we're experts on Delaware County football. So, uh, and I mean that. And, uh, you know, this turned out to be a great event. Uh, the Gina Buggy and uh, Bill Doherty, who's the communications director here at the Episcopal Academy, they uh, they took care of us. Michael Heron, the equipment manager, gave us a great spot. Beautiful vantage point. Excellent facility. These are uh, our friends in Newtown Square. And... Uh, Really great to be here this evening. I'm hoping that we can get them on the slate for the 2014 campaign. Greg, absolutely. Uh, you know, something we've we've kind of always looked to do is uh, expand our coverage when we have opportunities. Uh, you know, when the situations arise. Obviously, Marple Newtown football is our is our number one priority each and every week. But uh, to to come to a facility like Episcopal Academy and to be treated, as you said, to echo your sentiments, to be treated great is uh, you know definitely one of the things that we we love about Delaware County football is everywhere we go um, we, we always have a, a nice uh, time and a nice uh, event in any in any event this thing is over here tonight we we hope to have a, a district playoff game for you in, in the coming weeks so uh, continue to pay attention to marplenewtownfootball.com there's a lot going on throughout the uh, the next couple weeks in terms of playoffs and to try to get you one last uh, update on the Delaware County teams in action tonight um, as they refresh here, we'll try and get you the most up-to-date scores here before we step aside for the evening. And Garnet Valley has beaten Conestoga 30 to nothing, so a shutout caps Garnet Valley's Central League title. Haverford beating Ridley fourth quarter 21-19. Upper Darby beating Pencrest 35-14 fourth quarter. Haven over Radnor 47-12 in the fourth quarter. Springfield beats Harrington that should secure them a 3A playoff spot. Academy Park 43-28. They go and in any event here we go. Tomorrow, Saturday, November 2nd, the Tigers will travel to Lower Marion High School for a 2 p.m. kickoff versus the Lower Marion Aces on the campus of Lower Marion High School in Ardmore, PA. Coverage of that game will be provided by Jim Olsman and Steve Reynolds via our Twitter feed at MN Tigers. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2013 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on marblenewtownfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Head football coach for Episcopal Academy, Todd Fairley. EA Equipment Manager Michael Heron. The Athletic Director is Regina Buggy. EA Director of Communications Bill Doherty. Color Commentator Steve Reynolds. Sideline Reporter Dave DePasqua. Engineer, Statistician, and Executive Producer Jim Alsman. For the entire broadcast crew, thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by EasyStream and heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, the Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, 
and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com, on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball, and on Twitter at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!